You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. We are going to jump right into the show. Let's talk about the best talent in the NBA, Kevin Durant. Now... Steve Kerr rustled quite a few feathers this week because he essentially made the statement that KD is the most gifted player. And he said he is probably more gifted than Michael Jordan. He did not say he was a better player than Michael Jordan. So I feel like we need to put that out there and temper that. But um, he felt he is the most gifted player he has ever seen what do you guys think about this remember he didn't say better he said more gifted so what do you guys think so since you so since you keep saying that right what i want to know from you is what is more gifted mean i think when you look at um katie's offensive package he is more offensively gifted then MJ, he he does more than what MJ did. Like, yeah, well, like I don't understand what that means. So we talk about giftedness. Kyrie can score the ball in many different ways, different hands, different styles, different movements, different ability. So it's like when you talk about gifted, as far as like skill set, it's a lot more skilled people than KD. So that's what I'm saying. He will have to clarify to me exactly what he means by gifted. KD is a seven foot forward that okay. that is essentially a point guard, a shooting guard. Like he's everything offensively in one. I'm not bothered by it because this is my Who problem. Who do you know like that? Who do you know like that? This is my problem, right? The name of the game is winning and scoring the ball, right? Or, or the name of the game is winning, right? And he's saying he scores at an elite level. Michael Jordan averaged more points than him and shooting 50%. And he's scoring at different ways. So I'm like, I'm just not like sold. I understand what people are saying, like, because how tall he is, I guess. I guess that's what makes him gifted because he's tall and does it. But I'm still leaning towards Michael in this conversation as the most gifted I've seen. I'm going to agree. Steve Kerr is bitter that Michael Jordan punched him in the face and he's holding a grudge to him. Oh, he's day. not even bitter about that. <laughs> he says that to the cameras, but he's still bitter, man. He oh, punched him in the boy. face. So because of that, he's holding a grudge and he uses his platform and said, you know what, KD, we love you. If you ever consider coming back to Golden State, please, I think you're better than Michael Jordan. See? He did he not said, say that. He, he said did not gifted, say that. Me, gifted. He said gifted. He's talking about I'm a sorry. skill set. I'm talking to a lawyer, so I'm not going to win. Gifted. Okay. Wink, wink, wink. He tried to use Doc Rivers when Doc Rivers said, oh, Kawhi, remind me of Michael Jordan. You see, he, he, th- th- those words, to try to lure him in. So, Steve Kerr, you're out your mind. Get off the weed. You're, you're, you're punch drunk, right? And, and you worry about your team. Michael Jordan is the best all-around scorer won more titles, scoring titles, and in a short amount of time, won a lot of championship. Took a year off and won back-to-back, three twice. So, KD, yes, you're the, probably the gifted seven-footer, right? 
with his handles, but not the gifted NBA score as Michael Jordan was. Do so. not talk about KD with that tone. <laughs> KD, I'm not, I'm not, um, do not disrespect pimping. this man. I'm not, I'm not, uh, what's the name, Joe Burks? I know you're clapping back at people, but hey, uh, the truth is the truth. Hey, can we talk about this too? This is crazy too, Ev. I know you guys saw, but I'll, Ev, keep your thought. I just, this is crazy to me that KD is undoubtedly the best player in the league and the most gifted player ever. After you take an L in the playoffs, like usually people say that after you win a championship, you know, like, yo, he's on top of Mount Rushmore right now. He's the greatest in the world. But this guy got bounced in the conference semis. And like we talking about it, like he just had some elite performance. He did have elite performances. Can I finish? Can I finish the year? I know that's your boo. Man, I know that's your boo. What I'm saying is I said elite performance that, that got his team to the next round and ultimately wins the championship. Because that's what we judge people by at the end of the day, how great they are, is how they how they persevere. And that kind of transitions to Scotty's topic when we get to later. Yes. But talking about, we're talking about getting your team to the peak. You know, and, and KD had a great series individually, but it didn't beat that same Bucks team that you're saying is subpar. So, you know, I, I'm not willing to cash out everything and say you're the greatest, the most gifted ever. After you coming from a, a loss, you didn't come from winning the championship. How are we giving out this praise for that? I I think, and, and Evan, I'll I'll let you jump in. I think is is I agree with you, right? Ultimately, the angle he didn't win, even though I thought that was a three, and they should have been in in the conference finals. But that's a whole nother story, you know. That's my personal thing. But I think when you're looking at his performances and what he does consistently, you know, like even though he took that L, you can't deny what this man did in these playoffs. It's almost like, oh, you lost. So everything you did is irrelevant. It don't matter. Oh, you shot 65% from the field. Oh, that don't matter. Yeah, you average nine rebounds. Oh, yeah, no, we can't have a conversation about you. He was out there doing unicorn stuff. Oh, you shot that air ball at the end of the game? Oh, no. His, his, yeah, I mean, he <laughs> did. His legs was out. This man was uh, – okay. All right. Evan, go ahead. That, Mike would have all netted that thing and held, held the goose net. <laughs> <laughs> so, for me um, – Here's the first thing. I don't know when it became undoubtedly unarguable that KD was the best player in the NBA. I don't know when that transition happened. And so, to me, to assert that Kevin Durant is the most gifted player ever, uh, then says he surpassed Mike and LeBron. And I'd even, from my right from my, my, my boy, even surpassed Kobe, a six-time NBA champion. In giftedness, not betterness. But, I mean, I, I, I mean I, I, to me, it's hard to distinguish the two, right? And, and then, two, you would also make the argument, when someone's seven feet, the game is easier, right? When you're seven feet tall, when guys come out, the reason people can, can, get, can be guarded is not as much to do with the skill set as much to do with how tall he is. So a Patrick Beverly can't do anything with a Kevin Durant because he's too tall. So what you're saying is 
Kevin Durant is the run of the mill seven foot player. And so that's why he gets all the praise because he's tall and he's not talented. No, is, what, is what that I'm saying, my point is his height accentuates his skill set. But if he had that skill set and he was six five, would he still be the most skilled player ever? That's that's why I mentioned Kyrie Irving. Because when you talk about gifted player, you talk about Kyrie can do everything on the floor. He don't have the size of KD, but Kyrie finishes with both hands, finishes at the rim, mid-range game, handles, can pass the ball to a certain, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, if we talk about skill set as far as giftedness, then it's a lot of more people that's more skilled than KD. But what Evan's point was, I guess the combination of his size and his skills is what Steve Kerr would say that. And I guess that's where he's coming from. But when you say stuff like that, you got to kind of clarify what you're talking about. Because gifted, most gifted is a big statement with all the great players that pass the NBA. He's just saying that KD didn't punch him in the face and Michael Jordan did. And he oh, my God. So, <laughs> all right. Whatever. Steve, Steve Kerr. We don't know. KD, KD might have yelled in his face a couple exactly. times. Yeah, but like, didn't punch him in KD the face. KD is so disrespectful. But, but okay, so let's go. Let me ask you guys this, right? Let me ask you guys this. Game on the line, game winning shot. Who you want to take the shot, MJ or KD? MJ. MJ. I'm not even answering. All right. Look, I okay. For the record, listeners, I do not think there's anyone better than MJ. He will always be my in my lifetime. He will be my goat. But I, I mean, KD is so special, and I just don't understand why my guys don't understand how special he is he is a rare special talent when you when you guys was dismissing him that game when he put on that epic performance i'm the one that didn't count the team out because of kd's ability so i'm never dismissing how special kd is i know what he could do with a basketball floor i agree hey but i knew he wasn't gonna be able to to keep that consistency up for the whole series Mm -hmm. i blame dan tony for that <laughs> yeah, and, and, right. then, and then too, I mean, Katie, Katie's uh-huh. special, right? No, but I think the key thing everyone calls him is a cheat code, right? Kind of go back to my point. They call him a cheat code because he's six eleven, has guard skills, can shoot it up over you. Uh, long, long. Five, yeah, wingspan. But, but then I'll, I'll ask this question too. You're talking about MJ, who was both MVP and Defense Player of the Year. Has has Katie been all uh, second team all defense? No, listen, we are talking about offensive giftedness. No. I no. clarified no. this. I clarified this. I but in Steve, in, Steve, in Steve Kerr's quote, he just talked about his shot blocking ability. <laughs> well, well, look, look, look. He 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 mentioned that kind of as like a little nugget at the end, like oh, he can block shots too, you know. But he was really focused on his. Offensive prowess. Tell Steve to chill, man. Tell Steve to chill. <laughs> I told you he got punched in the face. He's bitter. Forget I will it. still stay by my comment. I think KD could drop 40 on MJ. It, hands down. Hands down. With what rules? Are we paying current rules or back then? Man. Because it doesn't matter. Then, it don't no, no. matter. It does. Dominique Wilkins put 56 on, on MJ's head. So if Dominique Wilkins put 50, Six on MJ. I'm confident Kevin Durant could put uh, 40 or 50 piece on him. MJ was 
Yeah, and, 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 <laughs> MJ, MJ will put 65 and call it a day. That's fine. I mean, that's cool. Look, look, at the end of the day, I'm first of all, I'm just glad Katie is in that conversation. Um, you know, where people, Steve Kerr, shout out to Steve Kerr, because he recognizes talent when he sees it. And I want my guys to start doing that. But um, nobody's better than MJ. Like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and make that argument. But, I mean, it's KD. You know who he is. Kevin Durant. Let's transition to the next topic. And, again, Kevin Durant. We have a special treat today. So, Scottie Pippen is, like, kind of a hater, right? So, Scottie Pippen came out with a book uh, recently and he basically said he was the real leader of the Bulls team. Talking about MJ, we need to be roasting Scottie Pippen in, in a segment at some point. Basically said he's a real leader. We all know Scottie is like sick and tired of not getting the attention he deserves. So what does he do? He goes to Twitter. And this week, he made a comment about Kevin Durant, and I will read it. Scottie says, has he surpassed LeBron? Nah. He tried to beat the Milwaukee book, the Milwaukee Bucks instead of utilizing his team. LeBron James would have figured out how to beat them. KD is a shooter, a scorer, but he doesn't have what LeBron has. Um, and I guess this season is a first round exit, right? Because that's what LeBron has. Um, KD's response was, didn't the great Scottie Pippen refuse to go in the game for the last second shot because he was in his feelings his coach drew up a play for a better shooter the better shooter being michael jordan what do you guys think about these comments by scotty um any validity um tell me how great kd's response was um and we'll go from there yeah so that so that shooter though the uh yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) A year Mike retired. But <laughs> I just the thing about it, right? So so KD, right? I just wish he wasn't so petty, yo. <laughs> like I think Scotty just made a it's subjective opinion, of course. He was just saying that he doesn't believe that that KD surpassed LeBron mm-hmm. because he couldn't get his team over the hump. I feel I feel like that's a fair criticism, mm-hmm. you know? And why is Kevin Durant coming back talking about why you why you didn't shoot the ball? Why you got mad and wasn't going to the game because you didn't shoot the ball? The two don't have nothing to do with each other. I mean, Kevin Durant is playing in real time right now, and he's just critiquing or making an opinion on who Kevin Durant, I mean, who, yeah, who Kevin Durant is and compared to LeBron James, which both are still playing. It's just fair game right there. But Kevin, but Kevin, man, he's just so petty, yo. And I just wish he, like, sometimes, Kev, all you got to say is, like, yo, that's his opinion. He entitled to his opinion. And move on with your life. Don't have, don't go back and forth with these little with these guys, man. Mm-hmm. KD, KD, KD. You know, you know he's trying to do some marketing for his book. <laughs> you know he's using your name as advertisement. We all know, listen this, if you really know, want to know about Scottie Pippen, listen to episode four with Johnny, Johnny Willis. He gives us an insight of who is Scottie Pippen. A petty, he's very, Scottie Pippen's petty too, so it's petty versus petty, right? Scottie Pippen is worried about himself and the recognition he didn't get. So he wrote a book and he's and he's promoting his bourbon, 
right? That's all he's trying to do. So you giving him time, air time, is blowing up the whole situation. Guess what? It's driving up sales. I don't know if this is a whole market employee y'all trying to employ, but I don't really care. We know those basketball fans really know what's going on. You cannot win without nobody, correct? You need stars. You need help. You didn't have your stars were out and down and out. That's why you didn't move into the next round, right? Regardless, you can't utilize a, a, your team who you don't trust. Or when you gave Joe Harris the ball, he didn't come through. So guess what? You had to do it yourself. James Harden wasn't there. Kyrie wasn't there. If they were there, I I I, I believe they would have been an automatic to the finals. So that wasn't there. Two, you can't compare your situation with his, Scotty. Leave him alone, man. Don't worry. People going to buy your bourbon. You know, you're trying to distract us from everything else. <laughs> your book, I don't think I'm going to read. But, hey, you're, you're invited to come to the show and talk about your book. Yo, you're buying his bourbon? <laughs> no, I'm not buying his bourbon. <laughs> well, well, you didn't say it the first time, so. Uh, I'm not buying his bourbon. I'm not buying his book. <laughs> You're welcome to come promote it on the show. Your book, not the bourbon. <laughs> um, so, you know, Scotty, you know, Scotty is one of those guys. It's based on what, you know, we've heard before. He's a little bit bitter. You know, he's a little bit bitter. Um. And it's weird, like, these guys from Generations Gone don't know how to, like, celebrate, you know, what, what players are today. Now, and I think he's sometimes overly critical. I mean, remember, remember um, when, the, when you had the Warriors, he, when Steph Curry first started getting high, he said, well, you know, here's the, how we would guard him, defend him. Mm-hmm. There's some guys, I mean, I mean, I think Steph Curry's just a cheat code. I mean, I think there are things you can do, but... I mean, his range at the level he's at is unlimited. So what are you going to do? Just push him out half court? You can't do that. So um, I think that, um, you know, Scotty, Scotty, I mean, I, I do think he made some relevant points in his argument. Uh, but at the same time, just very just dismissive. And, you know, sometimes it seems like he's full of himself. He's like the book, the book, uh, the book um, title called Unguarded. I mean, let's be honest. We all watched The Last Dance, and Jordan did a great job of painting Scotty as a guy who disappeared, and he did. <laughs> it was a big game. So, I mean, what, what, what are we talking about here? I mean, Houdini. yeah. Um, man, Scotty. I don't even want to address him. I felt like I addressed him in the opening. He, This man is a hater. If I ever met a hater... He is like up there with Shaq at this point. Shaq's commentary. He's just a hater. Um, and well, I yo, really. Uh, I, this is the problem, right? I, uh-huh. this the, sorry to cut you off, Deanna. No, but are, uh-huh. I, I, are we judging him based on his, like his past or just this statement right here? Because I feel like this statement was fair. I don't know if I'm saying this statement right here is a hater statement. I feel like we judging him based on, you know, all his statements in the past. But if we just isolate this statement right here, I think a lot of people feel like this. Scotty don't like the best players. I agree. He and has shown that. And well, he just gave LeBron props. So how is but his statement? statement is not accurate. His statement, we, he did try to use his people, but they didn't come through. So exactly. his statement is not inaccurate. It's he did try to use his people. He didn't shoot 55 times. He passed the ball to Joe Harris. He passed it to the guys at Brown, and they didn't come through. No, well, no. What he, well, it, I mean... He said he didn't utilize his team. He didn't utilize his team. He did, and it didn't come through. 
Oh, I'm saying, like, obviously he's not talking about this year, right? That's just obvious, right? No, he was talking about this, this year. year. So how's he gonna say how's he gonna say LeBron's the best player and LeBron lost the first round? Of course he's not talking about that. He's what talking, are you about, talking about Calvin. You say LeBron is better than KD today. He said yeah, the Bucks series. I'm, I'm look, look, saying is this though. What I'm saying is what I'm saying uh-huh. is I hear from Scotty is only logic thing I'm talking about is like years where uh LeBron takes Paplovich, Eric Snow, those uh those no name guys, no all-star guys to a finals because he found a way to get them over the hump. So I think Scotty talking about KD's never done that before. No, 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 no. He specified the Bucks series. Yeah. So he's yeah, yeah, but I'm saying he's talking about that for KD, right? Like KD had yes. an opportunity to do that, but he didn't do it. Where LeBron showed and his opportunity to do something like that, he was able to do it. You know what I'm saying? That's why that's why I took it. Like like one versus the other. One one had no talent around him. He was able to take his team to the finals. The other has no talent around him. He lost. But he, he had, had good his talent. Do they have but no talent? But here's the difference. LeBron oh. had a team that was intact, and, and he was able to go win the championship. Two, LeBron is really a point guard. LeBron's a six point guard. LeBron, LeBron ran through the easiest East we have ever seen no. in recent history. Okay, so. He's from that suite when he was playing in it. That that year when he went to the finals, you talking about his first time? The first time he went to the finals when he got swept by the uh by the Spurs. I'm talking uh, about that I don't even remember what he that to East de- makeup he had, he had, he had to deal with um the the Detroit Pistons at the tail end of their career when it was falling apart. They were still in the conference championship, Phil. Yeah, but they were they were that after that. What happened to Detroit? No, they disappeared. I, I, all I'm it's saying is I think that's Scotty coming from when they when KD had a chance to play with no talent around him, he didn't find a way to win. When LeBron was playing with minimal talent to no talent, LeBron found a way to win. That's yeah, but, but the talent levels that they were playing against was different. Correct. So you saying so you saying Giannis and them are juggernauts? No, uh, well, Giannis, Giannis, Giannis will t- never be a juggernaut, but yeah, the Bucks. Right. The, the Bucks, Bucks is a, a better team than what LeBron had to face. So the, Bucks, the Bucks were you're saying the Bucks were better than the, the NBA champion Pistons. Yeah, like yes, that year. I, yes, that year. Yes, that year. Hold on, you talking that about year. Chelsea Phillips, Rip Rip Hamlin, but Hamlin. Wallace. We're talking about tell, but we were at the tail tail end. But they were done though. Yeah, tail end of the career. It'll be one thing they, they were supposed to win the series. But they were the tail end, and what happened the year after? They've disappeared. So That's Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday is is Drew Holiday is over on better than Charles. They, they didn't, Phil, they did not disappear. They All were right, still, they were still, they were still going deep into the playoffs for the next few years. <laughs> Drew Holiday is better than Chauncey Phillips. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh my God. No way. No, 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 no. All right, all right. All right. I, I have, I have to stop on. No. Uh. Uh-uh. No, you got it. <laughs> Um, all right moving on real fast from this topic real fast um talking about chauncey billups congratulations he is the new head coach of the blazers i'm really excited for him um if i don't know if people know but chauncey billups was actually the one that was able to get through to paul george this year and get him back in motion for him to look you know semi like playoff p so really excited about that. And shout out to Jason Kidd, who just secured his head coaching position with the Mavericks. What do you guys really quickly for two minutes, 
what do you guys think about those moves? Seeing how, how Chauncey Bills is better than Drew Holiday, I think it's um, <laughs> a good move for the Blazers. Um, now, I, I do take caution. Like, you know, whenever there's a, a coach that's picked up, there's always like this statement. I remember Brian Shaw was, was, was um, seen as the guy who unlocked uh, certain players, but then Brian Shaw, you know, pretty much is, was a no-show, and he was one of the top candidates on the market. Um, so I think that, um, it's a good pickup, uh, for him. And then J kid, I, I, you know, J kid is a man with like nine lives. So I, I don't know how I feel about J kid going to the Mavericks. Um, people, he, the co- the players like him, but look at what he's produced. I mean, to me, it's still his most memorable memories when he was a Brooklyn's coach and he spilled water on the court <laughs> purposely to get a timeout. Um, Yeah. He, I mean, he's about to turn Luca into a monster point guard. We'll see. What What do you guys think, real quick? Oh, I was gonna say I like both hires. I like. Uh, I think they Portland wanted to make sure that they can keep Dame and keep a Dame. I think somebody like Chauncey Billups as his coach. I think Dame would give him a shot mm-hmm. and want to stay there to see what he can do. And when I think about. Uh, the Mavs picking up Jason Kidd. I understand Evan's point. Um, I kind of agree with it too, but I feel like Mark Cuban is a big culture guy. Um, Dirk Nowitzki was bit, was big on the, uh, trying to figure out who they're going to hire too. Jason Kidd knows his X and O's, um, and you would hope that if anybody can bring Luca to the next level, it would be him. So I'm not mad at these pickups at all. And plus, they're two brothers, so right. I like that. Exactly. Concur, I agree. The three brothers been hired. Uh, the Celtics new coach, um, um, kid is back, and Chauncey. So we've seen that they're not only uh, Indiana did a retread. So, but I'm really pr- proud that the NBA are picking up new players, and I mean new coaches, and those who are experienced and those who played. You know, it's nothing wrong with people who never played, but these guys who played and and improving themselves. So the opportunity is great for them. I, I'm excited to see what um. Kate, um, Jason Kidd does with Luca and Map and and Map organization and how he runs that uh, organization because he's really good. He's the one who unlocked Giannis and Chauncey Billups, who I think is still not as oh good as Drew Holiday, but I think his coaching acronym is going to really help them out. I think he had opportunity to go to 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 the Cavaliers, but but he he played. He sat with um who he was with uh. With the Clippers Tyloo. this year, right? He was assistant to Tyloo, and, and and just sitting down behind him will open up. Um, I really think it's going to open up the 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 Blazers. So we'll see what happened with them. So I'm excited for them. Congratulations, gentlemen, and we'll see what's going on. What's going to happen okay. next? Okay. Um, Drew Holiday is not better than Chauncey Billups. Um, so let's go really quickly into the very last topic: cap or no cap? Will Ben Simmons um, be a 76er next season? Um, you must be living under a rock um, if you don't know how terrible Ben Simmons was in these playoffs. Um, just bad. Just just really bad. Um, so what do you guys think about Ben? What does this future look like? Will he be with the 76ers? Will he be in China playing? Where will Ben end up? Well, Ben, Ben will. I think Ben is going to remain as seventy sixes, right? And um, I think he's going to actually get a jump shot. 
uh, like he did in 2016 Summer League when he was showing off his mid-range and, and shooting all over the place. So I think it's, the, it's in his ear. He's going to do better. So I think they're going to keep him. I, I don't think they're going to trade him. Come on, Philly, guys. Come and support your king. I'll let Kelvin go first. Kelvin disappeared like uh, Ben's ben, uh, jump shot. <laughs> <laughs> so what I would say is I think more than likely he, he stays. Um, so the play, playoffs does two things, right? The playoff heightens someone's exposure. Uh, and it, so for instance, this playoff series, Trey Young will be propelled, propelled into superstardom. Uh, and also Nate McMillan, uh, will be propelled and he will definitely be there. The, I mean, Atlanta will be stupid they don't sign as a head coach, uh, this all season. Um, but then sometimes the, the playoffs or accentuate certain things. So, you know, I remember after Jason Tatum's first year. In the playoffs, everyone was trying to anoint him as a superstar because he had a great, I mean, two, he had a great playoff series. He dunked on LeBron, hit big shots, but he still had a lot to work on. And so his his push to superstar may have been a little bit premature because he still has to learn to master when to shoot, when not to shoot. He has to learn how to master uh, some other concepts. So um, I think Jason Tatum, um, I think, I mean, I, speaks to the point just essentially something so i think that what we already knew ben simmons needs to develop his jump shot uh but i think beyond that what the playoffs expose is ben simmons needs to uh really focus on his free throws which is really uh, i believe that was mental this year because ben simmons has never in his career really been a 33 percent free throw shooter but he you know i don't know what's wrong but he was he, he's experienced been abysmal um and so I think that um, the Sixers will will test the market. They'll see what's available. And right now his value is down. And, you know, you're not going to get a piece that is going to make this team better, I don't think, this offseason. If that comes available, he's gone. I don't think that comes available this offseason. Maybe this Kawhi situation uh, right now with the Clippers, where they say he's unhappy with the organization, may propel something to happen. Um Maybe Dame Lillard, uh, although he gets under Chauncey Billups, um, pulls to James Harden and demands a trade. I don't see that happening. And so I think that the Sixers aren't going to trade Ben Simmons for um, CJ McCollum. They're not going to do that. Um, and then we can't have this two removed from our minds. This Sixers squad got swept last year uh, without Ben Simmons in the first round. So for all that Ben Simmons is not, he's still the motor that keeps our offense together and the anchor of this team's defense. Um, played great defense on Trey Young. Trey Young's just a special player. So I think that Ben Simmons more than likely will be back. Uh, but I also do think that Ben Simmons, for the first time in his Philadelphia career, he – no one's really sharing the blame with Embiid. Embiid, and let's be honest, a couple years ago, people, well, last year, people were saying he get rid of Embiid, he's done. And Embiid came back with a vengeance with an MVP level year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that Ben, uh, this offseason will tell me all that I need to know about who Ben Simmons will be for his career. Uh, if he comes back and 
I don't even think he's Ben Simmons would probably never be like a masterful three point shooter, but he has to be willing to shoot. And if Ben Simmons can just develop um, an offensive skill set, whether he posts up on some other guards, whether it's him uh, uh, him being comfortable enough driving so that he shoots his free throws, whether it's him getting a you know shooting a thirty percent mid range starting off and hopefully it gets better over time. Something like that is what I would expect to see. Uh, but if he's not doing that, you know, I think I think uh, his 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 ticket's set and he's going uh, out, out of Philadelphia after this year. But I think he, I think they're going to get one more year uh, with Doc Rivers and San Casal to really focus and work his game because during this offseason, this condensed offseason, you didn't get a chance to really work with your players. So time will tell with this upcoming season. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. I mean, you gave a really eloquent explanation, and I agree with you. Um, so I'm not going to rehash anything that you said, but I'm trying to figure out who gives up a wide open dunk at the end of the game with the game on the line. Someone who's psychologically broken. Ben Simmons. I'm ben like, bruh. Hit me. Ben is embarrassed Philadelphia for the record, y'all. He is embarrassment to Philadelphia and embarrassment to Philadelphia. But Ben Simmons, I'm not going to, you know, Evan made a lot of good points, so I don't have to reiterate these things. Mm -hmm. I'll say, I'll just say this, um, that I agree. We're not going to get the value that we need, but I wouldn't care if we traded him. But we're not going to get the value that we need in the trade. So if we're not going to get the value, we, we have to keep. Kelvin, you wouldn't feel a way for real if they traded him? What? For who? For, like, it depends who it was for. This dude out here giving up dunks, shoot 33% from the foul line. Like, Frank Nikili. Like, I can't, I, can't, I can't take certain things, Dion. Like, the windows yeah. to win NBA championships are very, very small. We got Embiid, who is always a play away from being injured for 25 games. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. when you got your opportunities, you got to take advantage of them. And Ben right now, he is blowing some money. He's blowing that money for us. So if we can find a player, high caliber player, I'll trade him. No problem. Mm -hmm. This year, if anywhere was the year, this was the year to go to the finals and win it. If you're six yeah, for yeah. real. Honestly, be, because next, hurts. next year, the East, um, you know, everybody's going to be healthy and you know it's, it's going to be tough um all right well until next time and to be clear the 2009 um detroit piston was the last time they made a plant um, conference final they was 39 and 43 and after that they have not made the playoff so they were trash Phil, he beat them he beat, he beat lebron in 07 yeah, what, what happened in 08? 08, 08, they went, they lost in the Eastern Conference final again. They lost in 09, they lost in 08, they lost in 07. So, what was the record? What was the record in 08? 08, 59, 23. They lost to the. Oh, Bron okay. So, when they you lost beat to them in 07, you beat them in 07. Yeah. Next year, they almost won 60 games. Come no, on. They, they, no, 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 no. He beat them in Phil. 09. He beat them Phil. in 09. He didn't beat them in 09, Phil. I'm looking at the reference right now. I was a freshman in college when LeBron had that masterful game Look, six. Eastern Conference Finals, Cleveland Cavaliers. It was 09. Phil, that's another team. Which one? Yeah, which one, Phil? Like he played. What he Detroit? Played a lot of years Detroit lost. Detroit lost the Eastern Conference Final in 2009. 
Did they lose in 07 too? Uh, right. Yes, they lost in 07. To who? Hold on, let me check. <laughs> uh, New Jersey Nets. Oh, yeah. 2007, they lost to the Nets? Oops, sorry. My eyes, my eyes is oh, acting that's up. that's not true because... No, I'm sorry. The they lost to Orlando. 07 Orlando. I pressed the wrong button. Yeah. Orlando. Orlando. Okay, so so Phil's argument may have some merit. Why did I? Why did I think it was 07? Maybe I was. Oh, no, you're right. It's 07. It's 07. I think <sighs> my eye, my left eye, is something wrong. With uh, me. I'm like, <laughs> right, when, right, right when you want to give Phil some merit, he's right. Like, my left eye. I like because a part of me is like, why, why is 07 so prominent? In, 05. Okay. 05, they lost to San Antonio. 06, they lost to the Miami Heat. 07, they lost to Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. 08, they lost to the Celtics. Phil, you're done, Phil. You're right. Done. 09, yeah. they lost to Cleveland yeah. Cavaliers. Yeah. I, you're I, done, I, Phil. You're done. Uh, Put your phone yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> My Sorry. left eye, man. Walk away with Sorry. a Sorry. Sorry, Phil. And and not only that, uh uh still you you haven't proven that Drew Holiday is better. I, that, than I retract that statement. I looked up the numbers. <laughs> I retract okay. that statement. I retract that statement. So on that note, <laughs> to our listeners, until next time. For real this time. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.